The Humble Entrepreneur Podcast. My personal take on life and business by Robert Terry. Since 2005, I've been the co-owner of Nationwide Ventilation Limited, installing commercial kitchen ventilation. We've worked for the biggest names in the industry, including KFC and Taco Bell. The podcast gives you an insight into my journey and learnings along the way. Available on iTunes and Stitcher. Right, hi guys, Rob Terry here again. Right, procrastination, we all do it. And um, this is seven quick, simple, easy tips that I find work that deal with procrastination, stop you procrastinating, and get you back on task. So quickly run through them. Uh, break big tasks into smaller tasks. Do the hard tasks first, number two. Number three, accept the good enough is good enough. Number four, schedule your tasks, get the routine. Number five, get accountable. Number six, check to make sure your goals are still current. And number seven, disconnect from social media. Right, procrastination is basically putting off what we should be doing. And at points, we are all massively, massively guilty of procrastinating. It may be because it's a task we don't want to have to do, like um, you've got to get rid of somebody, sack somebody, fire somebody, whatever it may be. That's probably a really bad example, to be fair. Or something that's going to be painful to do, something that's going to be a lot of work to do, something that's going to be difficult to do. All of those different types of things, um, they make us procrastinate and we find plenty of different excuses um, to not be doing things. And we are, as, as business owners, entrepreneurs, that kind of thing, um, we are all massively guilty of it at times. And some of it is not necessarily with um, a sort of a bad thing because it, 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 we're trying to protect ourselves in doing it because we don't want to have to do this task that's that, that's going to be uncomfortable, painful or whatever it may be. It may be an awkward conversation. It may be physically um, demanding. It may be mentally demanding. So there's all those different kinds of things. But over the years, sort of 15, 16 years in business, you do learn to see what your trigger points are for procrastinating. So these are the seven things when, when we do find ourselves procrastinating that we find or I find work for me in terms of breaking that cycle of procrastination because we do love a good bit of procrastination because it really does keep us in our comfort zone at times so number one is break the big tasks down into smaller tasks so if you've got one massive humongous fuck off goal that you're trying to sort out it's easier to break it down into smaller chunks so that those smaller chunks are manageable to do and you get the little wins from that smaller chunks that builds you a bit of momentum so get the small bits done pick off the little chunks, do them, and that starts to build the momentum in terms of um, heading towards a bigger task. So it's, it's like the age-old thing about how do you eat an elephant with one bite at a time. It's the same thing. If you've got a big task that you're really procrastinating over, break it down into nice, simple, easier tasks and hit them. So rather than dealing with one big fuck off thing, it's nice little easy things. And like I say, that builds the momentum. And as you build the momentum, momentum builds more momentum. And as that you're going through that, just the, the momentum self-generate and it helps you to work towards it and gets you working towards your goals rather than stopping you from doing it. So that's number one, break them big tasks down into smaller tasks. Number two is do the hard tasks first. It's that cage-old case of eat the frog first. Get the hardest part done. So if you've broken a massive task um, down into smaller tasks, find the most difficult one to do, hit that first, get it done, get it out of the day. And again, the active um, momentum of actually doing that, sorry, keep popping up, getting pop-ups on there, the actual momentum of doing that is going to help us 
to um, give us the momentum to drive us onto the next task. So we've got that nice big, big scary, airy, horrible ass task done and out of the way. Let's move on to the other things now so we can work off the back of that momentum and use that for going forwards. So that's number two, deal with the hard tasks first. Trust me, it does work. There's a whole book written on it, eat the frog. It's all of that age old kind of thing of doing the difficult shit first, getting it done and out of the way, and then moving on. So going then on to number three, accept that good enough is good enough and don't allow perfection to paralyze us. Again, it's a massive one. We're so busy um, procrastinating about getting it right. Is the time right now? Is the product right? Is this right? Find your minimum vile product and just fucking do it. Get it out there. I'm a real firm believer in doing that. Just fucking do it. Get whatever it is out there started and going. And then you can you can iterate it. You can do the old iteration cycles time after time after time to actually improve the product and make it completely better. But as long as you've hit the sort of minimum viable product to start with, and we all get paralyzed by perfection. It's that age-old thing of, oh, it's not good enough to do it yet. Like I say, the time might not be right. The market might not be right. I had kind of brilliant advice about uh, breaking stuff down. I will watch designs have a mechanical period. It's always, yeah, it's exactly that, Connor. You think about how complicated a watch is to build and put together. You know that more than most. Most of us just see the, the, the end product, but all those little tasks, you've got to break them down into smaller bite-sized chunks so you can deal with them, Connor. That's entirely right, mate. So, and yeah, so going back to um, perfection paralysis, don't allow perfection. Good enough is good enough. Once it is good enough, just get on and do whatever it is that you need to be doing with it. And you can, you can, in fact, you can use that as an advantage to yourself because you can use it to release different versions of a product or service. So Apple are a massive one for doing this. I always say this about Apple because they're masters at it with the iPhone. They released the iPhone 3. We're now on about 12. Now, if they was waiting to get the ideal, perfect iPhone, they would never have released it. And they'd still have it on the drawing board waiting for it to go. And they'd just be waiting for the next, the next bit of software to come along, the next new uh, product to be developed. Whereas what they've done is they've released it. Once they've done it, everyone's rushed to the shops to buy that product. Once they've bought that product, six months down the line, they've um, got all the feedback from the users. And that's the important thing, get the feedback from the users of what you have released, take it from there, then do it. And then you've got version four of the iPhone. And once you've done version four of the iPhone, you then do it again. So what you're actually doing is you're getting multiple launches for one product out of it by starting with a minimum viable product. And again, the, re the releasing that product gives you that momentum. And once you start to build that momentum, it's a simple case of momentum builds momentum. It's a fantastic thing to do and it's a brilliant thing to watch. It's like the compounding effect of interest, that kind of thing. It starts slowly, but then as the interest ramps up and up and up, it goes through the roof. Well, the same happens with momentum. That one bit of momentum gets you into the next bit of momentum. Once you've had that bit of momentum, that then builds the next bit of momentum and so on. And it will hit a point where the momentum goes through the roof and you're absolutely flying on it. So that's number three. Accept that good enough is good enough and don't let perfectionism paralyze you. Right, number four is scheduling your tasks and making the routines from things. Now, certain things you're gonna do, it's like you don't just wake up in the morning and go, right, fuck it, I'm gonna get my hair cut today and then go off and get your hair cut. What you actually have to do is you have to book it, yeah? And the likelihood, once you've booked something and you've committed to doing that something, then you are much more likely to follow through on doing it. So what you need to be doing is, if you've got certain key sort of recurring tasks, that kind of thing, if you schedule them into your diaries, block book your diaries into hours, uh, days and hours, that kind of thing, to get things done, you are more likely to complete a task 
if you have actually written that task down and said, that's the time I'm gonna be doing it. So between two o'clock, three o'clock, I'm gonna do invoicing. Between four o'clock, five o'clock, we're gonna do customer emails, that kind of thing. The more you block book them, and the more you write them down, the more you are likely to follow through and do them. It's as simple as that. It's like with your, task, uh, with your goals. If you write your goal down, you're more likely to achieve that goal. It's the same with doing this. So if, if there's stuff that you're, you're finding you're struggling with, like, oh, I can never get the invoicing done on time, you're always procrastinating, I don't really want to be doing it, I hate it, it's boring, whatever, schedule it. Get it scheduled, get it in the diary, and get working towards that goal and that task. It is going to make it so much easier. Once you've got your, your, your sort of almost broken down into hour chunks, a lot of people do do it that way. And I'm a great fan of doing it. If you're struggling with things, if you break your day down into hour chunks or even further, 15 minute chunks or whatever it is, if you're doing Pomodors, break it down into Pomodoro chunks throughout the day and say, right, that Pomodoro is going to be, or that Pomodoro cycle is going to be for the invoicing. That Pomodoro cycle is going to be content writing. That Pomodoro, whatever it is you're procrastinating with or struggle with, if you do that, you break it down into diarized chunks and put it in your diary, schedule it in your diary, a physical, actual time you should be doing something, you are gonna be much more likely to actually start the task, do the task, and complete the task, rather than um, sort of starting it, then dropping it, starting and dropping it, you're gonna do it in the time schedule you've allowed and allotted for that task. So that's number four, is to schedule your tasks and make it a routine. We all know what it's like, once things become routines, you're gonna to stick to doing them and particularly in business. So a lot of business, there's a lot of recurring tasks we have to do, like there's the monthly invoicing to do, there's weekly payroll to do, there's all of these different kinds of things. In the, in the ventilation business, nationwide ventilation, there is a massive monumental amount of tasks that have to be done on a weekly basis, a daily basis, that kind of thing. So we schedule it all. Once it's all scheduled, it means we stop procrastinating about it, we get on and do it. We may not like to do the invoicing or we may not like to do the ordering the materials, but it's all done, it's all scheduled. So for that reason, it's more likely that it will get done and you'll make it, um, make it done within the allotted time frame. So get that done, guys. Right, number five is get accountable. Get accountable to somebody. If you've got mentors, right, you've got mentors, coaches, that kind of thing, use them as accountability. Make yourself, if there's a task you're procrastinating over, like I've got to write X chapters of a book or I need to get this watch design if it's kind of done by a certain type, Talk to your, your mentor, your coach or whatever. You can do it anywhere. You can do it with anyone. You can even just post it out there on social media and put yourself and make yourself accountable. Once you are accountable, then you have that feeling that you've got to get done you know, or you've got to get that task done, particularly if it's to mentors and coaches and things like that. And that's what they're there for. Use them for that accountability or even um, a friend, a business buddy. I always bang on about business buddies. A firm believer in having your business buddies. Make yourself accountable with them for a task. So... Again, it could be whatever that task it may be. It may be you've got a book to finish or a chapter of a book to finish or whatever and say, right, to whoever it is, I'm going to get that task done. Make sure you can actually do it within the time frame that you're talking about, but say to that person and make yourself accountable with that person so that then they're going to check in on you because you're going to be much more likely once you're making yourself accountable and doing it as public accountability. It's all well and good doing it as a mentor or with your coach, but doing it as public accountability is massive. It really does make you draw because you don't want to be seen in public not to be doing what you said you're going to be doing. So that's another fantastic tip is to make yourself accountable. We do it with our, um, or I do it all the time with my uh, 
the mentors that I've had in the past. I said, right, I need to get this done. But then next week when we have a meetup or a telephone conversation or whatever, I need to get this done. And I don't want to be seen as lazy. I don't want to be seen as losing face. So I make sure that task is done and is done to the best of my ability. Again, within the time frame, because it's no good turning around and saying, oh yeah, I'm going to get that done by next week. You're not fucking bothering. You're paying that mentor or that coach or whoever it may be for your services. So you're going to do it especially when it's with somebody you're paying. When you're paying them to do it, there's a lot more pain there. You think, I'm paying this person to be accountable to, and I'm not actually doing it, so why am I doing it? So trust me, guys, get yourself accountability. Accountability is massive to help out on the procrastination front. So if you are procrastinating about anything, put it out there, make yourself accountable to whoever it may be, and it's gonna get that task done. Now, number six, checking your goals are still current. Now. All of us, we, you know what it's like, we all set different goals. We set sort of short, medium, long-term goals. And this is sort of more the medium and long-term goals. If you're working towards them, if you find you're procrastinating over a goal, you need to check to make sure that that, for you, is still current and you're still aligned with achieving that goal. Because if you're not, scrap it, get it off your list and work on something that you are, work on a new goal that you are gonna be achievable or that you are gonna be working towards achieving. If it's something you're no longer, if you're no longer, you don't no longer want to do that within your business or you don't want, no longer want to do whatever that task or that goal may be and you don't need to be doing it, you are wasting your time procrastinating over something that is never going to be done, never going to be achieved. So check to make sure that you have got those goals and you are accountable to them. Get shot of it if it's not. It's just wasting your time. Honestly, you're just wasting your time completely and utterly. Because if, if you're working towards goals that you are no longer aligned with, that are no longer current with you, it is just active procrastination. You're just keeping that goal there so you can procrastinate over it so it can stop you from doing other things which are more important. You've got to work out what are the key performance parts of your business. Work on those parts and make sure that the goals are aligned with those. If they're not, jack them in. Get new goals, set new goals. It may be you actually have to sit down and go through your entire list of goals right from top to bottom. Long, short, medium, really short-term goals. Go for them all and make sure that that is still, it may be something that's changed within the business. It may be something that's changed within the market um, and that that is no longer current. So why are you working on it? It, it could be a trend that's gone, been and gone. You've lost that trend now. So why would you still work on that? So again, make sure they're still current, right? Connor, scheduling tasks is vital when I always feel great when each section does exactly, mate. It's entirely right. If you schedule your tasks, reward yourself with it. Like the Pomodoro technique, when um, you do so many, you have a longer break, that kind of thing, well, depending on what it is, you can reward yourself with whatever it is. You know what I'm like, kind of, I tend to reward myself once a month with a nice little watch purchase for doing certain amount of things. So do that, and that's, an, that's another thing. If you reward yourself for completing tasks that you were procrastinating over, so that's, excuse me, that's technically number seven, but it's not, so we'll just call that a nice little bonus one. If you're gonna reward yourself for something by getting yourself a nice little purchase, or it doesn't even have to be anything big, it can be I'm gonna go out for a cup of coffee, or I'm gonna do whatever it may be, or whatever, you can seriously do that to align yourself and make sure you get them done. Because you're gonna be thinking of the reward rather than actually, oh, I don't wanna get this done, I'm gonna go for the reward. So that's a little slot in there, thanks for that, Connor. Um, just chirping in there, that's great, thank you. Um, number seven and the final one is disconnecting from social media. That sounds mental because I'm sitting here on social media talking to bloody you lot out there, but it is true. If you go into your social media settings, turn off the notifications. 
because social media is vying for you and your interest. Facebook wants to keep you on Facebook. We all know that Facebook doesn't want you. It wants to keep you native. That's why it de-ranks um, de your post where it's got external links, that kind of thing. That's why they get pushed aside because they don't want people leaving Facebook. Well, Facebook and your phone is, that's basically everything trying to vie. All the social media platforms, whether it's LinkedIn, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, they've all got a thing and it all pings up and says that. Even down to the BBC news alerts, they are all vying for your attention. Go in and turn those off. Trust me, you will make so much more time for yourself. I did a long time back with Facebook Messenger. People often say to me, oh, I've sent you a Facebook message. I ain't gonna get it. Unless I've actually gone in at that time because I've turned off the notifications. I don't want to be seeing the notifications. I don't want to be knowing that whoever it is is trying to get in touch with me because nine times out of 10, they're trying to fucking sell me something, which I'm not interested in in the first place but they're all vying for your attention. Your phone is this lovely little thing and it's also the biggest enemy ever because when you're procrastinating over a task or whatever it stops me, you get this little ping up to say, oh yeah, such and such, I sent you a message. Oh, lovely, I can go and do that. I can spend half hour. I can spend a whole afternoon dicking about on Facebook rather than actually doing the tasks that I should be. And once you get on these, uh, on the platforms, Instagram, TikTok, whatever it may be that you're on, Facebook is always the classic one or LinkedIn, which is LinkedIn is just Facebook for business. As soon as you get hooked onto those platforms, they do everything they can to keep you on there. So that task that you should actually be doing, you ain't gonna get done because you're spending your afternoon dicking about on Facebook, which is quite ironic, like I say, because I am now sitting here on Facebook, talking to an audience for ever many people about dicking about on Facebook and how much time it's wasting. But obviously there's some benefits and goals to be passing this information on to you, which is hopefully you'll pick up on and you'll use that yourself. It's not to be dicking about like I am on Facebook now. Sorry, bit of a rant there, but that's one of them things. So yeah, turn off the notifications. Really, if you do nothing more than turn off the notion notifications, you will gain so much time back. Likewise, with your email, don't just leave your email set running in the background on your, on your work PC or laptop or whatever it is. Actually, have set times for checking your email. Schedule your times for checking your emails because what'll happen is you hear that ping, you go, oh shit, got an email. So you leave whatever it is you're doing, you jump off, you go sort that out, and then it's the lag between doing things. So once you've done something, it takes something like 10 minutes, 15 minutes to get back in the zone of doing it again. Well, when you're on Facebook and you've got these things pinging up and everything's pinging up, even the um, even games now, you've got games on your phone, they ping up to say, oh yeah, you, you've got this new reward open to you, blah, blah, blah. It's because it's vying, that phone is vying for your attention. And if you're anything like me, you're like a goldfish, your attention span is social, it pings up, you go for it. You love that new goal, I've got this, I can jump on it. So trust me guys, turn off the social media. Don't necessarily, I'm not saying get off of social media because social media is probably massive for you and for your business, but turn off the notifications. Try it with Facebook Messenger. Turn off Facebook Messenger notifications and then go from there and then watch how much extra time you will find yourself. Likewise, with the emails, schedule it so that on the hour, every hour you check your emails. Once you've checked your emails, come out of it and turn it off because otherwise what happens is you hear that little ping or the ding dong, whatever it may be, to let you know that there's a new email there. It's vying for your attention, guys, and all the time you're doing that, it is allowing you to procrastinate. If you are struggling with something, you get this little ping to say, yeah, I wanna get on with that, I wanna deal with that, you are gonna take it. You're gonna be on it like a tramp on chips. Trust me, you will love to be doing it. So turn off all of those notification guys. Right, so there's the seven things there. So run through them again quickly at the end. Break the big tasks down into smaller tasks. Do the hard tasks first. 
accept that good enough is good enough and don't get perfectionism paralyzed by perfectionism number four schedule your tasks make it a routine we all know what it's like once things become a routine you do them get yourself accountable that's number five number six six checks to make sure your goals are still current in line with whatever it is may you you may be doing whether that's your personal goals your business goals that kind of thing and then number seven disconnect from social media and turn the social media messenger notifications that kind of thing everything that's fine for your attention turn it off so that they cannot get in touch with you guys i hope that's been a benefit guys trust me it does work for me when i'm sitting there procrastinating about something go through those seven things check those seven things is it anything to do with that and then act accordingly um, if you think it's been a benefit, please do share it so that somebody else can have a listen to it. Um, I shall probably, again, turn this into a podcast episode. So if you've listened on the live, thanks for tuning in and listening. The guys that have tuned in and listened. And Connor, thanks because you always tune in and listen to my lives, mate. Love you for that. Um, and um, if you listen on the podcast, thanks for listening again. If you think anyone who, um, will benefit from listening to this, please give it a share so that they can listen to it too. Right, speak to you all later on, guys. Cheers. Bye-bye. Right, hey guys, and thanks for still listening. Now, as many of you may or may not know, I do actually do one-to-one business mentoring. Yep, that's correct. So um, if you want to work with somebody to move your business forwards, get rid of them blockages, that kind of thing, just a bit of brief background on me for those that don't know it. I run my own successful group of businesses, multi-million pound turnover. We work with big boys. We work with big customers like KFC, Taco Bell, nando's we've even done work for the queen so if you want to work with somebody of that sort of size and caliber to help move you and your business forwards please do get in touch with me you can either find me on the humble entrepreneur website which is www.thehumbleentrepreneur.co.uk you can get in touch with me there or you can directly email me which is uh, my email address is robert at kitchen extract systems Com. Now, as many of you know, like I say, I've been in business since 2015, built a successful group of companies, and it's not just in one industry, it's across the board. I normally mentor about five to six people, one-to-one, um, so if you'd be interested in that, please do get in touch with me. We can have a chat first, no commitments up front. Um, in terms of um, the sort of payment side of things, I'm always happy to work with you guys. So, you know, we can set a direct debit up, that kind of thing. So if that would be something you'd be interested in doing, please do get in touch to see how I can help you and your business. Like I say, I've grown my group of businesses to a multi-million pound turnover, so I can help you to do that also if you're interested, guys. Right, speak to you later. Bye. Remember, folks... Stay humble and let your success talk for you. See you later. I think we have to go.